You're listening to Arira Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, DJ Jamie. This is Humans of Jeju. Jay, welcome into the studio. Hi, Jamie. It's good to have you. Have you been busy or have you been enjoying yourself or have you been... On a diet, or uh, it looks like you're kind of losing some weight these days. The more I no, see you every week, no, no. no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no I remember in the uh, I was listening to the opening of the show, and you uh-huh. were talking about the how you have a chubby friend, and then oh, everyone yeah, yeah, else yeah. becomes chubby. <laughs> well, that's that's me. I, I'm influencing all my friends to become chubby. So, really? So we're all getting chubby, chubby, chubby. And, but then you're in. You're and we were talking about them. that a couple of days oh, ago really? too. We were like, "How much you weigh?" And then one of my friends was like. I think we weigh the same. Oh, I'm really? Like, why do we all weigh the same? And so it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we're not losing any funny. weight. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Well, maybe you have to all exercise together. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like nobody wants to do it. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> okay. Then just enjoy your company too you know, together. We would, we would exercise and then we'd go out to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have a chimek. <laughs> Okay, but you are going to be introducing another interesting human today, aren't you? Of course, I'm curious of course. to know. So let's get started. Who are you introducing today? So, you know, there's many great artists in Jeju Island. I know, and so we had many. A, yeah, and we had a chance to meet a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And we met another artist. So why don't we listen to the artist first? Okay. 안녕하세요. 저는 김기대 작가라고 합니다. 그 저는 10년 전쯤에 제주도에 이주했고요. 9년 전부터 조천은 와산이라는 곳에 작업실을 이제 꾸리고 계속 작업을 해오고 있고 현재 사는 곳은 구접 한동리에 한 100년쯤 전에 지어진 초가집에서 살고 있습니다. 그 주로 이제 미술 관련된 작업을 많이 하고요. 그 외에도 뭐 건축 관련된 거나 뭐 이런 디자인 관련된 일도 가끔 하고 있습니다. 주로 많이 하는 작품은 이제 설치 작업이라 그래서 뭘 만든다기보다는 이제 전시 공간에 맞게 뭔가를 매달고 붙이고 같은 그런 약간 현대적인 작품 같은 거를 하고요. 그리고 또 이제 제주 와서 주로 하게 된 작품은 이제 바다에서 쓰레기 같은 것들을 모으고 그거를 가지고 이제 재료로 작품을 만들거나 아니면 어떤 환경적인 주제에 관련된 철치 작업을 주로 did you hear the words 쓰레기 and 환경? <laughs> yes, very important. Yes, can you please explain? Uh, so we met with artist Kim Gide. Uh, he moved to Jeju 10 years ago mm-hmm. and is currently living in a chogatjim, a thatched roof house yes. uh, in Kuja Handongni village that was built 100 years ago. Wow. So that's a long time ago. Uh, also, since nine years ago, he found a space in Chochonu Wasanli mm-hmm. uh, village that he has built into his studio. Mm. And there he does his artworks and even does other works related to architecture or designing as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, His primary work is installation art. So instead of making one particular thing, um, according to the exhibition space, he says he transforms the space by hanging and sticking things around uh, into modern art. Mm. Also, coming to Jeju, another work that he has focused on is um, gathering things such as waste in the sea mm-hmm. and using them as materials for his artwork. Uh-huh. And he also uses them to do uh, installation art with environmental themes. Wow. So he thinks a lot about the environment and is also recycling 
pieces of waste right. into art pieces, that's very meaningful, I think. So an installation artist, uh, what made him come to Jeju 10 years ago? So he shared a great story uh, for us, and we have to go all the way back to how he got started in art mm -hmm. first. Okay. So after graduating university, he actually worked three years in a construction company oh, really? that builds like apartments oh, and buildings. Okay. Uh, it may sound odd that someone who majored in art and sculpture worked in a construction company, mm -hmm. but before art, he was majoring in management oh. and was a student who actually liked science. Oh. You know, we say, <laughs> Kwaseng. Uh -huh. yeah, he was into like science and math. I see. Um, however, that major was not uh, what he thought it would be like ah. and felt it didn't suit him well. Uh -huh. So when he got uh, when he got started in art was what actually when he finished his mandatory service in the military. Oh. So after his service, he actually retook an exam <gasps> to major in art. Uh -huh. And along with that, he also did a dual major, uh, which he studied architecture as well. Oh, cool. So obviously, since there weren't many with such background like he has, like mm -hmm. architecture, art, management. Oh my goodness, he did he all did kinds of stuff. He did a lot of things. <laughs> so luckily, after graduating college, he got a job in a major construction company in Korea. Uh, wow. So he ended, he got a major construction company. That was his job in Korea after yes. graduating. So it sounds like there were many changes that he went through in his life during his, um, not only just his studies, but in his life. Mm -hmm. So you're saying he started art after completing his military service. What happened while servicing his duty to make such a big change, though? So he was actually, uh, he always thought about wanting to do art. Mm -hmm. So he did like art. Uh, but one day while cleaning old, uh, like the old out-of-date stuff in the storage mm -hmm. uh, during his service, uh, by chance he found a magazine. Mm. And while looking through the magazine, he came across a picture, a very small, he says about a half size of a business card uh -huh. picture. Uh, he didn't actually know what the picture was, but mm. when he saw it, he says, tears began to fall from his eyes. Oh, it's giving me the goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is very interesting because he said he's not the type of person who expresses his emotions. Oh. Uh, and that experience of showing tears for him was actually unusual. Oh. Uh, it was even surprising for him and kind of sort of embarrassing, he mentioned. Uh -huh. uh, interesting. But but he, ha he wanted to tell that to someone about uh -huh. his experience, you mm -hmm. know, because he's not the person that would show tears. Right. So he wanted to talk about it with someone, and he actually had a military mate oh. uh, who was majoring design in <gasps> uh, Hongik University. Oh, that's a giving pretty me more goosebumps. Mm. Okay. And when he told the story, his mate recommended him that about trying out majoring in sculpture. Oh, I see. Mm. At the time, he says he didn't know anything about the major in sculpture. Mm -hmm. And when he learned about it, he felt it may kind of fit with him because he has a... What is this? Dyslexia. Yeah, dyslexia. Mm, yeah. And um, he doesn't like to draw with pens, he mentioned. Oh, so maybe he thought sculpture could be something... Ah, else that he could do. Uh -huh. So when he finished uh, and came out of the military, mm -hmm. uh, although his parents had disapproved of him doing art, mm -hmm. uh, he actually attended art academy that taught sculpture. Oh, I see. That's really interesting. So he met the right person exactly at the right time when he was going through some difficult thoughts. It sounds like it was a major turning point in his life, almost. We left off where he was finding an art academy to learn sculpture. What happened from there? 
So he told a story of going to the art academy for the first time. Uh, he said that the academy was located on the second floor of a building, and there were a lot of steps up to the building. Mm -hmm. uh, as he walked up the steps, he said it was really difficult because he mentioned that he felt once he finished up the stairs, his life would change mm. because now he's starting something new. Mm -hmm. And the feelings that he felt from was a mix of excitement and actually fear, he said. Uh -huh. He was kind of scared at the moment as well. Um, but as if his legs were kind of magnetized to the steps, he said <laughs> you know, he couldn't go back down. He, he moved <laughs> up and up and he, he was tied to the steps and went all the way up to the academy, uh, met with the teacher uh -huh. and did some consulting. Uh, so from there, he decided to try for a month and see if he had a talent for art. Mm -hmm. And if he did, um, and if he did have a talent for art, he would continue on. And ah. that was how his path to becoming an artist um, started. Wow. So it started from those steps. <laughs> well, it sounds like a destined moment in his life. But he, he talked about a picture that made him show tears. Yes. That was like almost half the size of a business card mm -hmm. while he was in the military. What was that picture about? I'm very curious. Yes. And let's listen from the artist first. 자연스럽게 알게 됐어요. 왜냐면 공부를 하니까 미술 하다 보니까 그게 미켈란젤로의 다비드상이었어요. 근데 그게 그냥 다비드상이 아니고 그 피렌체 대학의 그 칠레 그 회랑이 있어요. 커다란 복도가 있거든요. 그 끝에 작품이 있는데 다 주변이 아치로 돼 있는데 거기 저 반대편 끝에 천장에서 이렇게 내려다보면서 찍은 거였어요. 그 사람은 정말 작품 발바닥 정도 높이밖에 안 되고 근데 거기에 제가 완전 반했던 것 같아요. 그래서 그때 미술을 했는데 제가 이제 부산에서 학원을 다녔었거든요. 선생님이 서울로 가라. <웃음> 서울에 있는 학교를 지망하려면 서울로 가라 그러셨고 서울에 있는 학원에 딱 갔는데 제가 들어간 반에 담임 선생님이 지금의, 지금의 제 부인. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I am shocked. Please tell us. So he got to know about the picture naturally as he studied art. Mm -hmm. And the picture was a picture of the statue of David by Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't an ordinary picture of the statue. Instead, it was a picture of the statue in University of Firenze mm -hmm. and taken from the top of the ceiling looking down at the statue. Mm -hmm. And although it looked like the statue looked like the size of a foot on the picture from the above, the picture left a great impression on him, he mentioned. Mm -hmm. So from there, he started art at first. Uh, he went to an academy in Busan, but the teacher there told him that if he wanted to get accepted to an art school in Seoul, uh, Seoul is actually where he wants to study. Right. And there, so he went to Seoul to study at an academy. Mm -hmm. And there, he says he met his wife, mm -hmm. who was the teacher in charge of his class. Whoa. So talk about, <laughs> talk about destiny, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, my goodness. This is an amazing story. Wow. The teacher of his class became his wife. So many distant changes has happened in his life from becoming an artist to meeting his wife now. Then now, how about coming to Jeju Island? Yes, so now working in the construction company for three years, uh, he wasn't able to work on any of his personal artworks. Mm -hmm. So he felt like it was time for him to actually maybe give up his job. Um, but at that moment, his company was in charge of building the Jeju Bonte, 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 Bonte Museum. Museum. Oh my yes. goodness, that's my favorite museum. And yeah. 
And for him, he felt、mm-hmm. just being able to feel the construction of the building during the construction would be all that he could ask from his company.、Uh-huh. So he really wanted to be part of this、uh, project. I see. So he, pli- he applied to be part of the construction, and that was how he first came to Jeju.、Mm-hmm. So at the time, with his wife, the couple got the chance to see the construction of the museum, and they even traveled the island. And after everything was complete, they were actually planning on going abroad to study in Germany. Uh-huh, wow. Um, but after spending the night in Jeju and even enjoying climbing o r u m he began to feel how happy he would be if he was to live in Jeju Island.、Mm. And he felt so confident that if he could start his life as an artist once again if he lived on the island as、oh, well. I see. So after discussing with his wife,、um, they decided that he would quit his job、uh-huh. and move to Jeju to start again as an artist. And his wife would actually go to Germany to study. Oh. So the couple, for a while, they、hey. kind of lived apart. Wow. But he said his wife was able to finish her study in a very short period of time, which was four years. That was short?、So well, <laughs> you, I guess. If you, yeah. I, if you consider on, studying, yeah, yes, right, majoring, right, right. yes. <laughs> I know I didn't graduate college in four But years. But being apart <laughs> for four years, wow, that's a big like,、um, determination that you need to do. Yes. And, and now they live together on Jeju Island. <gasps> wow.、So. What a story. It seems that Jeju Island was able to hold. On to another artist to stay on the island. Is there a special inspiration that artist Kim Gide gets from Jeju? So he felt like everything about Jeju, like such as the nature and even the smell of the mm-hmm, island, mm-hmm.、Uh, was like a hometown for him.、Mm. So, and he said he felt a special feeling, like it was in his genes to live on the island as well. Ah, wow. That's a very special Almost feeling. Almost like a destiny、yes. to live here.、Uh, but in reality, because of having to make a living,、uh, act, the people around him actually kind of try to stop him from making such、uh, decisions. Yeah. Um, but what attracted him to Jeju was an empty tangerine storage that he found. Oh.、Uh, as an installation artist, he, he said he was so confident in transforming an abandoned space into a meaningful place.、Mm. So, without any concerns, that's how he decided to move to Jeju.、Island. Oh, that is awesome. And with his experience in construction, I'm pretty sure that gave him more confidence to change、that's、that、true. space. If you are in Jeju, 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Sogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. Jay, tell me, what kind of artworks have the artist done on Jeju Island? So, when he came at first,、um, he was really focused mainly on about his life on the island.、Mm-hmm. Uh, now, since he majored in sculpture, naturally he began to create various artworks.、Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that he did was、um, since he often went to the sea, he began to pick up the trash around the shore to、mm-hmm. kind of clean up the environment.、Uh-huh. And then he would pick out the trash that he could use、uh, to one side and gather them as materials. Some of the things that he gathered a lot were woods,、mm-hmm. uh, saying woods that looked kind of unique,、mm. um, maybe decolorized. And also, he started picking up buoys.、Mm-hmm. Um, and gathering those trash, naturally, he, he got requests from exhibitions. Right. And they became materials that he used for such exhibitions as well. Wow.、Uh, and like that, people seeing his exhibition, they get all interested, and he, he would get more requests、mm-hmm. and was able to. Hold many exhibitions around the island. 
Wow, that's really interesting. Um, so, so he makes artwork out of trash that he picks up at the sea, kind of things like that are floating on the water. Is this something that he came up with while living in Jeju or something that he has always been doing? Let's listen to the artist first. 서울에 있을 때도 모든 거의 대부분의 제 작품은 뭘 주워다 만들었어요. 왜냐하면 조각 재료가 제가 큰걸 좋아하는데 돈이 너무 많이 들어요. 그래서 항상 쓰레기장에 쇼핑카트 끌고 가서 다른 친구들이나 뭐 미래 뭐 전체에서 버린 것 중에 이제 쓸만한 것 써서 그걸로 이제 공구도 재료도 이제 도구도 많이 썼었고 제주 와서는 이제 자연스럽게 했는데 이제 조금 다른 게 서울에서 이렇게 쓰레기나 물건을 주워다 쓰던 거는 그거를 이제 좀 전략을 하려고 하는 의도가 컸다면은 여기서는 그 재료 자체가 너무 매력적이에요 주워오는 것 자체가. 얼마나 떠내 어디에서 떠내려 오기 시작했고 얼마나 오랫동안 그리고 거기에 어떤 생물들이 붙었었냐 뭐 근데 또 훨씬 더 시간이 많이 축적돼 있잖아요 저의 느낌은 약간 골동품 같은 느낌 그런 느낌이었고 그래서 더 애지중지 많이 모았었고 그런 걸로 이제 작업을 많이 해서 처음에는 그걸 보여주는 것 자체가 의미 있다고 생각했었는데 나중에는 그걸 좀더 실용적인 쪽으로 만드는데 방향이 많이 바뀌었어요. 지금도 마찬가지로 쓰레기를 활용하는 거, 쓰레기로 이걸 만들 수 있어요라는 거가 여러 가지 메시지를 전달할 수 있지만 저는 거기에 하나 더 붙여서 이게 제가 만든 게 오랫동안 다시 버려지지 않게 사람들의 생활에 같이 갈수 있게 했으면 좋겠다라는 그리고 좀더 예쁘게 해서 관심을 더 받았으면 좋겠다라는 쪽으로 많이 Mm, he used the word "sereki" again. Yes. Sounds like he's talking about trash here. So actually, when he was in Seoul, mm-hmm. um, he did pick up trash. Actually, a lot of the trash that maybe his classmates threw away mm-hmm. at the garbage bin, uh, because he liked to actually use large materials for his works. Mm. And most of the time, large materials are very expensive. I see. So he did find a lot in the dump. Uh, but however, it's different from Jeju as well, mm-hmm. uh, because here in Jeju, if if his intentions of picking up trash in Seoul was to kind of save cost, mm-hmm. here in Jeju, it's more of um, the meaning of the materials, he mm. thought. You know, he, the trash that he found in the sea, they had a lot more meaning itself ah. than just the cost and everything. I see. That is interesting. Is there a particular waste or type of trash that he likes to pick out and use for his works? So he especially likes things with barnacles on them. Uh-huh. Like buoys. Okay. They have barnacles on them. They would, And buoys is also something that he thinks about a lot uh, mm-hmm. as a task. And since buoys are plastic, he, he has had a lot of interest in them and has very, uh, he even tried various things with them as well. Oh, okay. Um, although he doesn't have like this one particular thing that he creates with buoys, uh, he has tried various things from making flower pots to oh, mailboxes as well. all sorts of things. Is there a particular exhibition that artist Kim Gide has done that he has a special memory about? So he mentioned about an exhibition that he held uh, that he feels it has developed him as an artist. Mm-hmm. So why don't we listen? Let's do that. 사삼 관련된 전시에 이제 초대받아서 전시를 한 적이 있어요. 사삼에 대해서 그때 제대로 공부를 했죠. 책도 많이 보고 전시관도 몇 바퀴 돌아보고 막 했는데 쉽지 않더라고요. 그러니까 이미지가 너무 강하니까 스토리도 굉장히 비극적인 스토리도 많고 그래서 제가 감히 그거를 보여주는 것도 힘들고 감히 그렇게 해서도 안 되고 굉장히 고민을 많이 했어요. 알면 할수록 머릿속에 떠오른 이미지는 너무 구체적이니까. 그걸 만들거나 표현하는 것 자체가 
끝날 것 같고 제대로 아는 것도 아니고 그 고민을 한참 하다가 깨달았죠 너무 잘 보여주고 자세히 자극적으로 보여주는 것보다는 기분에 절제된 감정만을 보여주는 거는 할수 있지 않을까 해서 그때 슬픔 자체를 표현하는 작품을 했어요 그래서 제주도 바다에서 준그 말로 커다란 제주도 지도 모양으로 만든 다음에 그 투명한 그물에 그 이불 꼬맬 때 쓰는 그실 있잖아요 이불실 그거를 그 그물 코마다 다 매달아서 한 몇만 개 달았을 것 같아요 한달 내내 묶었거든요 우유가루를 물에 탁 보면 쫙 녹아내려가잖아요 그것처럼 약간 제주도 하늘의 그런 그물에 슬픔이 이렇게 녹아내리는 물 속으로 하늘에 이제 녹아내리는 그러니까 부유하는 슬픔이라는 제목을 했는데 제 개인적으로는 굉장히 좋은 작품이라보다제 스스로 많이 성장하는 작품이 아니었나 생각이 들고 Mm, interesting. Please explain to us in detail what he mm. says. So he was once invited to a, uh, to be a part of an exhibition related to the April 3rd incident. Yes. Uh, that was then um, when he really had studied about the April 3rd incident, mm-hmm. reading books and researching about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, since there are so many tragic stories about the event, uh, it was tough for him to show and express such stories mm-hmm. and even was concerned about if it was okay for him to express it in his ways. Mm-hmm. So instead of being detailed about showing the very, uh, you know, various provocative sides of the event, mm-hmm. he created work that expresses the sadness of the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work was made with a large fishing net that he picked up uh, at the sea. Yeah. And with, uh, and then he made the net into a map of Jeju Island. Oh, and I see. And on the nets, he would use white thread mm-hmm. and, tied, uh, and tied tens of thousands of thread onto it. Yeah, he said that he took about a month to do yeah, that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then having the threads kind of like string down mm-hmm. on the nets. And that kind of expressed the sadness that falls from the Jeju sky and sinks through the net into the water on the island. Oh, wow. And the title of the work is Puyuhanun Sulpum, which is translated Floating Sadness. Floating Sadness. Wow. I think he probably learned a lot by his experience, but at the same time, people who saw his art piece probably could feel the emotions. All right, then lastly, is there a place on Jeju Island that artist Kim ki would like to recommend to our listeners? Yes, and let's listen first. Okay. 제가 제주도에 와서 아 여기 살아야 되겠다라는 인상을 받은 그 성읍 영주산. 거기 해지기 1시간 전에 올라가서 이렇게 노을 지는 거 보면서 내려오면은 정말 장관입니다. 너무 멋있어요. 꼭 해지기 전에나 해 뜨기 전, 해 뜨기 직전에 거기 너무 멋있고 거기 올라가면은 다 보여 제주도 어디 가도 오른 가도 다 보이긴 하고 영두산 이름 자체가 좀 이게 영어하고 신량이 산다는 산인데 그래서 그런지 더 그랬던 것 같고 신비로운 느낌이 강했던 것 같고 거기 가면 이제 소도 많고 소똥 조심하셔야 된다는 거 <웃음> 소똥 <웃음> explain please so this uh, the place that he recommended this is a place that actually made artist Kim Ki Dae decide that he wants to live on the island as well uh-huh. and that is the Yeongjusan Orum mm-hmm. in Sungup area mm-hmm. uh, he went up the Orum an hour before the sunset he mm-hmm. mentioned and he says it was a magnificent view coming down mm-hmm. the Orum watching the sunset uh-huh. so that's one thing he wants to recommend uh, so he recommends climbing the autumn to see the sunset and maybe if other way around as well you can see the sunrise from there as right. well 
Also, the Odom has kind of this mysterious feeling, so it's a great place to go enjoy. Uh And also, there's many cows there. So he mentioned you have to watch out for the cow cow poops as well. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, that was another great uh, human that you introduced to us today. I know you put a lot of effort in bringing to us these interviews. So thank you so much for all your efforts, Jay. Oh, thank you. And thank you for introducing another great human. And we'll see you again next week. Yes, see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com forward slash wonders of Jeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at Wonders of Jeju as well as our Instagram page at Wonders of Jeju. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island. 